This is On The Left Side, the alternative football show. He's in no words. I don't have no words to describe what he has done with the ball, how many assets, how many swift play. Hello there, I'm Jim and we are off on an expedition into the wilds of football news once again. In the way that only we can. Pack your big coat, we're off. Once again, it's been a big week in football. Manuel Lanzini has been charged by the FA for the dive that won West Ham a penalty in their win over Stoke City this weekend just gone. I'm sure David Moyes will be there fighting his corner though, as he did straight after the match when it was suggested to him that the little Argentinian midfielder may have over-exaggerated the contact a little. I think Mano ran about 70 yards. I don't think he dives. I think if anything, he goes over with fatigue more than anything. Spot on, Dave. It was a majestic pirouette in the air, executed with precision because he was a little bit tired. <sighs> I've lost count of the number of times I've got back from a hard day's work and double-axled with an inward pike right into my bed. Here's a fun fact for you. Some Olympic divers even stay up all night before a big competition to ensure they are suitably fatigued. Excellent job. It was worth the wait, wasn't it? But the pressure is on everyone right now, by any means, to get the results they need. And that pressure is even being felt in the Match of the Day studio by the likes of Martin Keown, who seemed to be having some kind of breakdown on this weekend's highlight show. Kevin De Bruyne, what a player. His feet are like paintbrushes. <laughs> he, he's an artist. Well, look at that for the left paintbrush. Beautiful. <laughs> but this one, you wouldn't even think that there was any paint come off these paintbrushes. <laughs> because look at this. Glossy yeah. finish. Very glossy finish, Gary. I was going to say that myself. Some interesting pre-show refreshments in the green room by the sound of it if you know what i mean anyway if kdb's feet really were like paintbrushes wouldn't he play as a sweeper maybe martin was just overcome with emulsion okay i'm done with that let's turn our attention instead from manchester up the m62 to yorkshire where there is a footballing revolution afoot in the land of yorkshire puddings john smith's and um Flat caps. A group of football fans have decided enough is enough. It is time that Yorkshire was represented on the international footballing stage. The man behind those ambitious plans is Philip Hegarty. He's the chairman of YIFA, the Yorkshire International Football Association, and he joins us now on the show. Hello, Phil. Hello. Right, you're going to have to explain this to me. Why do you feel that Yorkshire deserves to have its very own football team? I'm not sure it's a matter of us thinking that it deserves its own its own uh, international football team. It's more of a desire, really. I think, in general, in Yorkshire at the moment, there's, there's a, a desire to see Yorkshire just going out on its own a little bit more than it has in the last couple of decades. And uh, football is a natural part of that, I guess. It's a, a grassroots thing, is football, and it's uh, it's a way of extending that feeling to grassroots supporters, grassroots Yorkshire folk everywhere. Well, the idea is to kind of put it on the international stage, put it on an international yeah. level. So does that mean you'd end up shunning England? Is it like people who have a Premier League club might have a Division 2 club? Do you see it like that or do you see it like you can't love England and you can't love Yorkshire at the same time? 
No, I think you can do both, but um, supporters will never be in a position where they'll have to choose between the two. So, no, of course not. We wouldn't expect anyone to stop supporting England. Although, funnily enough, a lot of the feedback that we have had is everyone saying how they're fed up of England, and thank God they've got a decent Yorkshire choice for a change. <laughs> what kind of football is going to be played? Is the team, I mean, obviously it's going to have its roots in Yorkshire, the players are going to be yeah. from Yorkshire. Is, is it going to embody Yorkshire in its sort of style and tactics? Absolutely. Obviously, how the team plays is down to the coaches, but there are certain things that we're going to insist on at a kind of, well, a constitutional level. We want to see our players representing what we believe to be the best of Yorkshire, you know, being straight, forthright, upfront, respectful. Um, respectful when it's needed. <laughs> uh, we don't want people rolling on the pitch, you know, uh, with a fake injury. We expect the Yorkshireman to get back to his feet and fight on, you know. But we don't expect to see them gobbing off at the referee. We want them to, you know, just take the punishment and walk off with it. You know, the chin up and the head held high like a proper Yorkshire fellas. <laughs> I, mean, I think we should stress that this isn't a joke. There is actually kind of a genuine chance that you could be playing international opposition, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. And, and thank you for making that point. I think there's been a few regional presenters who've uh, thought it was a bit of a joke. No, it's entirely serious. I mean, a good example is of, of the kind of teams we're playing. Tibet is one. They certainly recognise themselves as a, a nation, a real nation. Many other nations around the world do. There's places like Padania in northern Italy, which is the northern half of Italy. No one really knows the name Padania, but actually no. it's one of the best teams in Kanifa competition. So you're recruiting players at the moment. So from the current like international crop for England, Carl Walker, Danny Rose, James Milner, are yeah. all eligible to play from you. They've all got sort of roots in Yorkshire. Is that what you need? You need some kind of heritage going back to play for you? We do. We do want to make it, on the whole, born in Yorkshire. And are you going to be sending DNA kits to like Ronaldo and Messi and whatnot <laughs> and see if you can find some ancestry in there somewhere? <laughs> We've already looked through Messi's background. We're going to see wouldn't get a game for us, I'm afraid. Too much whinging and rolling around. Yeah, you're right. He's, he's, not, he's not a Yorkshire player at all, is he? He doesn't no, fit that mould. He wouldn't last long. He'd be off crying in the showers after all the stuff he got from <laughs> our lads. So what do you need to do now? What's next? For getting into Kanifa itself, uh, we're putting our application in this month and then they'll decide in their AGM at the beginning of January. Amazing. Well, do you know what? If you do get there, you're going to need a national anthem. And I've got a suggestion for you as to what you should have for your national anthem. Picture the scene. You're walking out against another nation. Your proud Yorkshiremen are standing there in a line, awaiting for the game to begin. And this plays across the stadium tannoy. It's just what you want, isn't it? Is that the planet suite? That's right, the Hovis music, as I call it. Yeah. <laughs> We're actually working with um, a Yorkshire organisation, a cultural organisation, that's working on a national anthem for us. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's one of the many little uh, pieces to the jigsaw that is the Kanifa application. Wow. I was trying to work out how you can be sure someone's from Yorkshire, because obviously it's going to be a yeah. desirable thing for people to yeah. want to play for this, and they might lie, yeah. they might even go to the extent of forging a birth certificate or making up a grandma that lives in Leeds or something like that. Yeah. So I was trying to think, what questions can you ask a Yorkshireman that only he would get right? So I want to try these on you, see if you can get them right, yeah, and then maybe they can become part of your initiation, <laughs> part of your test to see whether people are Yorkshire or not, yeah? <laughs> OK, go ahead, okay. I'm willing. Phil? What's the best type of tea? 
It's, this question is it's near insulting it's Yorkshire tea obviously <laughs> do you know what I'm not even from Yorkshire and I completely agree with that one so it's, a, it's the right answer but I think it's the answer that anyone would give yeah. next question is are Aunt Bessie's Yorkshire puddings ever acceptable to have with a roast dinner no Never. <laughs> yeah, you got that. A proper Yorkshireman, a proper Yorkshireman doesn't have his Yorkshire puddings with his dinner. He has them as a starter with onion gravy. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is extra credit points you're getting in there. <laughs> well, the question you should have asked me to tell whether I was a proper Yorkshireman was should be. Will you lend me a pound? To which the answer would have been instantly no. <laughs> Do you know what? That was going to be my last question. You sport the finale. Good luck with it. I think it's a smashing idea. And you know what? I live in Lancashire and there is no way... My, my commiserations. <laughs> you can always come over here. We do, we do issue with passports after three generations. Well, I think there is no way that Lanx is going to let you get away with having a Yorkshire team without them having a Lancashire team. So I think we're going to have a War of the Roses derby kicking off very soon. I can't wait for that either. And that is it for another week. Hit subscribe now so you get next week's show as soon as it's ready. And make sure you give us a follow on Twitter at OnTheLeftSide. It's proper champion, lad. A up. I'll see you next time. Ta-ducky. Bye-bye. On the Left Side is written and produced by Ant McGinley and Jim Salverson for Abrupt Audio.